honey, we've been over this and over this, and there's what's right and there's what's right, and never the twain shall meet. afternoon and well my name is chris naren i am your host for this top 1000 song battle this is the most ambitious top 1000 song list on the internet so you have the honor of witnessing the creation of the greatest playlist of all time at least for me all right you make your own list but you guys are going to help me out you guys are going to help me replace the losers with with bands that you think should be on the list that aren't already on there and uh, that's how we do it all right i have already a thousand songs listed and i use a random number generator to pick five songs i put those songs up against each other i make myself a playlist and i listen to them a couple three times and i make my decision i score them on a on a scale of five to one, five being best, one being worst, and then I kick the loser out and I replace them with someone who's not already on the list. And I left a lot of good stuff off the list. So that's the process uh, that we're going through right now. The process will change once once all the songs have been scored, and it's going to take a while. So we're in it for the long haul. But then once once they're all scored, the process will will change and we'll start ranking them and filling out the list. And and it, it'll be an ongoing process as well it, it the the purpose of doing this the reason why i'm doing this is because i love playlists they're like you know the old school mixtapes except you, you you know if you had a mixtape that could have you know near unlimited songs on it um and this is a way for me to keep it fresh so i don't get bored and also to discover new music because uh i you know eventually that's going to be part of the process is having you guys give me recommendations for something new to put on there or to try or or to you know to have it go up against songs that are already on the list to see see how they fare okay and sometimes they'll make the list and I would imagine sometimes they won't um, and uh, and so I want you know I want to keep that freshness I want to keep it uh, keep it interesting and hopefully some of you guys will discover new music as well all right give it a chance you know some of the stuff on the list you may not have heard of before and uh, you know you know it might maybe it's not your thing maybe it's not your thing yet you know your taste my taste have changed over the years i used to absolutely despise country music and now i kind of dig it so um you know taste like i said taste changed all right so let's get started um i'm gonna you know uh put the songs in well let's listen to them now Shall we begin? Yes, Lisa. 
So you just heard the five songs, all right? And I've scored them already, and I came down to it, this was tough. I mean, it, I went back and forth on this. Uh, the you know the one of the top ranking songs on this list, uh, I was gonna get rid of, and one of the songs that the song that I'm gonna get rid of was you know one of my top choices at first. But you know as I could continue to listen to them, it changed. All right, so let's go through the song notes first on each of these in order. Uh, so the first song you heard was "Crank the Knife" by Tourniquet. It's from the album "Crawl to China" 1997, which was a marked departure from from tourniquet sound uh you know their previous album to that uh vanishing lessons had been a, a departure from their their original uh, kind of progressive thrash metal sound their first three albums were uh you know were of that that kind of i don't know metallica slayer um i think slayer is probably closer to their sound in terms of musicality uh, than metallica but um but they you know they 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 put out a really great debut album called stop the bleeding and then two classic I'll put them up against literally anything from that era, you know, going even back to the 80s in that in that genre. Maybe with the exceptions of Metallica. You know, Metallica's first uh, three or four records um, would definitely be, you know, above these. But the Psychosurgery, their second, Tourniquet's second album, and uh, Pathogenic Ocular Dissonance are two classic metal albums of, of any, you know, Christian or not. They, they just are, okay? Um, and then... Um, they they kind of went their separate ways with a couple of the members, uh, replaced their singer. They had kind of two singers that traded off, a guy named Gary Lanier and Guy Ritter. Gary Lanier was also a guitar player, a really good guitar player. And um, they they kind of went their separate ways. Uh, the, the main, like... Uh, you know, the only member that's been the same all throughout is was the drummer, Ted Kirkpatrick, who, like I said in the previous episode, passed away last year. Um, and he tended to write most of the lyrics and, and even the music. Uh, the song that we heard today, Crank the Knife, was one of the few songs that weren't written by him. It was act, The lyrics were written by Luke Easter, the singer that replaced Lanier and Ritter, um, and Aaron Guerra, the guitar player that replaced Lanier. And they had another guitarist. His name was Eric... Mendez, I want to say, um, 
And so their their sound changed. It it became a bit more uh, hard rock, pop, maybe even. Luke Easter went on to uh, make a solo album actually called Pop Explosion. Um, but he's he's a fantastic singer. And uh, um, I got we had the honor when I was in a band. We had the honor of opening for them uh, once, and we saw them a bunch of times. But uh, they're they're bassist at the time a fellow named vince dennis he actually recorded our our set you know he he went down in the audience with a with a video recorder and recorded it for us and i thought that was cool um but anyway luke is a great singer and um you know he writes some good stuff so that's that's crank the knife the second song was computer blue by uh prince from the album purple rain 1984 uh something interesting about this song is the guitar solo is actually based on one of his father's piano instrumentals. So if you've ever seen the movie Purple Rain, you you know they have this whole thing with his father, where his you know father's abusing his mom, and he you know uh, they had this scene where they where he's mad at him and yelling him yelling at him, and then they they kind of start talking and they start bonding over music or whatever. But um, yeah, that was his dad was like a, I guess a pretty accomplished piano player, and and that solo was based on on an instrumental that he had written. Uh, also, there's a a uh, skit in uh, from Dave Chappelle's show, the comedian Dave Chappelle, uh, another comedian named Charlie Murphy, who's a regular on the show, uh, tells a story about uh, going to a party at Prince's house, kind of after hours, and they end up playing basketball and. Uh, Turns out Prince is a you know pretty good basketball player, and he named one of one of his plays his basketball plays Computer Blue. Thought that was funny. Uh, all right, and then the third song, Magic Power by Triumph. Now this one this one got no love from the Peanut Gallery on the on the polls, uh, at least the Instagram poll, which I, I it timed out. I've had hard time getting in here to record because I spent two days. The Thursday I was in traffic for four hours, and then Friday I was in traffic for three hours because Caltrans must they evidently they got behind on on what they were they've been working on the the Interstate 15 for months and months or years, and um, they. They must have got behind during the the. We had this huge winter storm in California. You may have heard about it. A lot of snow, and um, they must have got behind. And they decided to do their restriping and everything during rush hour Thursday and Friday. So it was it was a nightmare. So I haven't been able to get in here to to record. Um, so the Instagram uh, poll timed out on me, and so. Uh, I don't. I, I just remember people not digging Magic Power, <laughs> and a lot of them. A lot of those votes are invalid because they're they're kids who are just voting. You know, they they see me on Instagram. They, you know, kids that I've coached, and they they go in there and just randomly push a button. So, um, but anyway, it's a great song. Uh, from the album. It's by a band called Triumph. They're kind of a, a the they're a power trio like Rush. They're from Canada, like Rush. Um, they're not a poor man's rush. They're they're great in their own right, in, in my opinion. Um, this is from the album Allied Forces, 1981. And it sold a million units. This particular uh, uh, single sold a million units by 1996. And the band donated royalties to charity. So uh, they always seem like super cool guys, you know, super chill. Um, I remember my first memory of them is uh them playing at the us festival in 1983 
down at DeVore. Now, I was back in Mississippi when this happened, and I remember listening, sitting under a, the shade of a pecan tree, listening to it on uh, in my uncle's Dodge Dart, and we were listening to the Us Festival, and it sounded like a, an amazing time. And then you see the videos, they, you know, they made a little movie about it, and um, and so Triumph, you know, they they were a big part of that that festival and uh, did some classic performances, I would say. song would be Way Down by Elvis Presley from the album Moody Blue in 1977. It's the last album that Elvis recorded, and this is also the last single that charted before Elvis died. Um, after I think it peaked somewhere in the 30s before his death, and then after he died, it shot back up to about number 18 on the Billboard chart and number one on the country charts. Um, it's notable because the um, the the back, his backup band, the uh, the Inspirations, they um, uh, the bass singer J.D. Sumner, he he accomplishes a what they call a double low C when he does the chorus and when he says way down at the end of the chorus there, that's a double low C. That's like one of the lowest you know uh, notes you can hit without going into Mongolian throat singing. I think um, so. Yeah, that's a that's an interesting one. Um, and then the final would be Rebel Rebel by David Bowie from the album Diamond Dogs, 1974. It's David Bowie's most covered song, and it's also considered a proto-punk song, meaning that it's, uh, you know, it was one of the, the songs that, uh, you know, the Ramones and the Sex Pistols and all these bands that would be considered punk were kind of trying to emulate. I, I don't know about if the Ramones were, but I know, I know Bowie was, you know, was a, was a you know, part of the influence on punk. Definitely a part of the influence on the the punk that the type of punk music that transitioned into what became known as new wave. That that was kind of Bowie's. You know, he's kind of a foundational influence for that that genre. Um, all right, so that's that's the song notes, and this is how I came down. I'm gonna go ahead and give Magic Power by Triumph five points. Okay, I absolutely love that song. It's a it's a very inspirational song, and you know it's. It's good music. I have good memories associated with it, so I'm going to give it five points. I'm going to give Elvis four points for Way Down. I think that's that's a great way to go out, okay? Uh, that's a good single to go out on. I'm going to give Computer Blue by Prince three points, all right? That's one of his more interesting tunes, I think. Um, very unique. It's really long if you play the, you know, they have versions of it that are like 20 minutes long. Uh, so, and then I'm going to give, uh, you know, it's going to come down to Rebel Rebel and Crank the Knife by Tourniquet. And I, to be honest with you, I was going to keep Tourniquet on the list, this particular song. Um, but the more I listened to it, just the more, you know, the more I had to lean toward, it was really close. It really was. I mean, um, it could have gone either way, but just the, you know, the last listen through that I gave, uh, I just had to give Rebel Rebel the edge. So unfortunately, one of my favorite bands of all time is going to get get their song kicked off. But never fear, they got plenty left on the on the uh, on the chart. I mean, on the list. So um, they'll do well. So Crank the Knife is gone. Rebel Rebel stays with two points. And I'm going to replace, I, I, I got to talk about uh, our replacement of last week. We're replacing uh, Turn Up the Night by Black Sabbath, which came in last on our, on our last episode. And Jethro Tull came in first in the Challengers poll on Right Nation. I, again, I forget 
Uh, I think the Bee Gees were doing pretty well on the Instagram poll, um, but since it timed out and I didn't get to, I don't remember what the the um, totals were. I'm going to give it to Jethro Tolle. Got seven seven votes. Uh, Bee Gees got three. Hollow Notes got one. I think the Bee Gees were up big in the Instagram poll. So, um, but anyway, uh, I like I like the I, I agree with the decision by the right nation people to pick Jethro Tull because um they're an under I think they're an underrated band to tell you the truth uh and and probably you know for good reason they they put out a lot of I don't know mediocre stuff over the years but the good stuff is really good <laughs> you know they uh I'm gonna pick uh Aqualung just to get that out of the way that tends to be the most well-known song but they've got a lot of a lot of good songs that when you you know you're like oh, i don't remember that one and then you hear it, you're like oh okay now i remember and it's one of those things where you maybe maybe you don't know the title of the song but when you hear it oh yeah i know that that i've heard that one a million times um they're a very unique band you know uh ian anderson the lead singer he you know he's he's kind of the ted kirkpatrick of jethro tull he's just kind of the the one guy that's just always there um you know he's a he's an interesting guy. You listen to interviews of him, and he's always got something unique to say. And and uh, you know he 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 says that when he heard Eric Clapton, you know he used to play guitar, and when he heard Eric Clapton, he quit playing guitar and picked up the flute, and that's why the flute features so prominently in Jethro Tull songs. And he famously does these long flute solos, hopping around on one leg, and uh, you know so. Uh, yeah, some of people some people are going to be upset about this one because of the Metallica, you know, thing, but um it's okay. All right? It's okay. So, who are we going going to replace uh Crank the Knife with? So, our our challengers poll this week is going to Wings, Paul McCartney and Wings is back again. All right? They didn't get it last time, but they're back again. Uh they're going up against Motley Crue and country singer Joe Diffie. All right? So, I I can imagine how this one's going to go on Right Nation. I can almost all pretty much predict it. Um, but we'll see what happens between that and the Instagram poll. All right, that will do it for this week. Oh, wait, now i gotta, I got to announce next week's, uh, cha- uh, next week's five-song battle. Uh, next week we are going to put Someone Saved My Life Tonight by Elton John up against Memories by Elvis. Flash by Queen, The Hand Trembler by Tourniquet, and Tuesday's Gone by Metallica. Now, I've got Tuesday's Gone by both Metallica and Leonard Skinner on here, and I left them on here because I couldn't decide, and I'm probably, if I had to decide right now, I would go with Leonard Skinner. But I'm going to put them both on there, I'm going to leave them both on there, and I'm going to put them up against each other at some point and see... See which one makes it. I'm not going to keep both of them on the list forever. Okay, so that's next week. And that'll do it. You guys have a good one. That Woodrow, you just don't ever get the point, do you? It ain't dying I'm talking about. It's living. <laughs>